we doing for a second? Hi, I'm Ray. novel and then we talk about it today we're talking about never tell by stacy abrams writing as selena montgomery literally <laughs> lost my fucking mind for a second i was like what are we doing oh yeah i gotta say something yeah duh like when you and i did our bridgerton uh video we were like mm-hmm. we started in both of us uh, i still love that i cut it like that because it just it was like perfect 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 <laughs> We were just sitting there stunned, like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> They're staring. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to say right in now. In disbelief and, al- and anger. Like, yes. anger. Like, deep-seated inside rage building. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If you haven't watched that video, go watch us um, get kind of disappointed. Yeah. You know what? I we'll link to it in our show notes. We'll link to it in our show notes. Spoiler, we had to sit around for an hour and listen to what people did after they became big with Bridgerton. Yeah cool mm-hmm. I all of it honestly was that just that emoji of John Oliver saying cool 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 yep dope mm-hmm. <laughs> dope <laughs> yeah I mean it was just a lot of people who have lost touch with like reality I think I well and a lot of people who like weren't allowed to say anything that's the thing it's like if you know if you're getting up there and you're gonna like like i think the point of it was we got a comment on our youtube and i i laughed we both laughed a little bit because they were like um how about you wait until it comes out thumbs down i'm like because it's a promo because they want us to go back and hype it that's the whole point of it is that you talk about what you saw it's Mm -hmm. called a promotion yeah i don't know if you know this sometimes coke and pepsi have a promotion (laughs) where you they encourage you to go buy things it's advertising they literally just it's called they did that just to make people talk about it so that yeah they could hype it up sorry that you're confused with this very simple concept but I'm, I'm wondering if you ever did the Pepsi Coke challenge. <laughs> um, <laughs> you could do it in your living room if you want. Throw RC Cola in there, too, for, like, a spice it up. Um, Ridiculous. So, yeah. Uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Nope. Uh, but what we're here to talk about is, hey, Veronica. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me something good. You know, honestly, I had no idea what I was going to say until just now when you brought up John Oliver. So um, my mm. bright spot this week mm. is that uh, John Stewart is back with The Daily Show mm-hmm. on Mondays. And yep. I missed that man. I know. He said something about um, he, he did a piece on how this presidential election looks just like the last presidential election, um, yep. making comments about how like um, – we now have be the two <laughs> oldest candidates ever to have run for president, and that record has only been broken. But like they are breaking a record that they set four years ago when they yep. ran last. Yeah, so. and then he showed a picture of him twenty years ago. Twenty years when ago, he started yeah. on the Daily yeah. Show, and it was very funny. Mm-hmm. I've had a little bit of crush on him for ever. Oh, duh, he's 
a right? beautiful man and so intelligent. He still is. I know. And I mean, his work with the veterans just yeah, just is amazing. He he wrapped up that um, that segment though by saying, you know, yes, November fifth is really important, but you know what day is also really important? November sixth and November seventh and November eighth and every single day beyond that. And he said that if he has learned anything in the last few years, it is that it's the anonymous, dedicated people who are constantly fighting for for the causes mm-hmm. that they believe in yeah. that are making the biggest difference. They are the reason that, yeah. that things are still moving at all because, you yeah. know, so easy to get complacent and angry and and just want to check out of all of it. And I completely understand that. Like I have absolutely been there and and probably will be there at additional points in my life. But I I hope that at this point with the volunteer work that I have started to do, what that what doing that work does for me is that it provides hope for me because I end up working yeah. with people who who instill that hope in me because I know that when I'm tired and I can't handle the onslaught that they will stand and and put in the work while I take a break and and vice versa if they need a break I will be right there you know and yeah that to me has been like an absolute lifesaver for me in the last few years is knowing that truly there are people who are busted excuse me, busting their butts every single day yeah. for something that they believe in like that. It matters. And, you know, when Obama was leaving office, regardless of what your political views are, um, he said the most important role in a democracy is that of the citizen. And when yeah. the citizens are not paying attention, it's easy for things to go off the rails. And so that's essentially what John Stewart was saying was that like it's easy to not think about it. It's easy to not want to think about it and not pay attention because it's so depressing so often. But yeah. We still have this responsibility and there are still people who are trying so hard. And and I find yeah. comfort in that personally. Anyway, that's my bright spot. Ray. Cool. Yeah. Tell me something good. Oh, uh, duh. Uh, sorry, I was like, do I have a bright spot? Um, oh, we talked about it already. Damn yeah, because I saw you last week. Yeah, damn, I already we've, talked about it. We've recorded three weeks in a row. I know. Oh, damn. Um, uh, shit. Um, wow. um, it was fun to see you, and we did the Bridgerton promotion. Oh, we I got did nothing, do that. Guys. I got nothing. We did yeah, do that. That, that was, was this week. Everything. I mean, it was boring after... as fuck. That was Wednesday that that happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, Thursday, my daughter woke up sick, and it has been absolute fucking chaos in my house since. So, yeah. I, 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 this morning, I had no idea what day it was when I woke up. So, um, I guess the bright spot is I have Monday off. So, oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, don't have to go to work, so. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, there we go. Woo-hoo. Boom, done. Boom. Yeah. 
I mean, my life is just a fucking just chaos walking. Love it. Me too. It's, it's a party 24-7 up in this place. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that hard. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did see a video cool. today that made me laugh. Dope. Cool. Dope. <laughs> um, where <laughs> parents are upset about these, like, um, these small, like, mini console systems that you can buy for, like, they're supposed to, they look like, they look exactly like a Super Nintendo, but they're, like, 30 bucks. And they're selling them, and people are buying them, and they have 830 games on them, and some of them are, uh, there are, they are not appropriate for children. Um, and, uh, I laugh, because I think about it, and like, but it doesn't say Nintendo anywhere on that box, and, or the system, so why did you think you were buying Nintendo? Just the way it looks. I mean, I'm not saying it's accurate, yeah, but... but. No, no, I don't. But like, I have. No, I've it, not heard of this. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's like an, I was a, a NBC and NBC News like uh, short, and one of the commentators I watched was watching. He's like, the, from the moment that Nintendo was created, he's like, there's always been scams. With well, there's scams Nintendo. with anything though. Like you know, yeah. I like, mean, like if, so it's like if you. This is why you can you buy like knockoff stuff on the streets of New York, like. That's where they found these, but you can Shocking. also find them like, on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Sure, of course, you yeah. can find everything and it was on like, Amazon. You know, you did spend thirty dollars on this, and it doesn't say Nintendo, so it's it's kind of your fault. Like you, you kind of. It reminds me it, of mm-hmm. um, my eighth grade trip to Washington D.C. when all the guys were buying um, like Folkleys. Like Oakleys <laughs> were really big <laughs> at that time, and they were buying mm-hmm. like knockoff mm-hmm. Oakleys on the street. Yep. Yeah, I definitely had a sweatshirt that just said FBI on it, and I thought that it was like licensed gear. Mm. It was more licensed of female body body inspectors than it actually uh, was the mm-hmm. Federal Bureau of Investigation, probably. Yeah, probably. You know. Yeah. I should find that sweatshirt. I remember having like, you know, post nine eleven when like everyone was really like full of American patriotism um i had like an fdny shirt and an nypd mm. shirt that i got from target i just had so. the sweatshirt because i wanted to be in the fbi oh but. that's fair yeah totally fair i don't do i i think i said on the uh interview with lauren moral um i don't math i don't math and i don't science so I don't either. Would never have made a real good agent, but I can run in heels, so one for me. Well, there you um, go. So, yeah. That's like, you know, it's required. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I was watching what's up? clips from Jurassic World and for reasons. Uh-huh. And um, For reasons. I was reminded again of how they made Bryce Dallas How- Howard wear heels through that whole fucking movie and run around and sprint away from dinosaurs. Wearing and people gave heels. her shit. Well, well, the thing is, what the people gave her shit about it. I was like, I was impressed. I don't know about anybody oh, else. Oh, I'm I was impressed, like, I was impressed that she was able to do it. But mm-hmm. wardrobe made that decision, not her. No, and the and the fact is, like, I think it's in the second one, or is it by the end of uh, in the Jurassic World where she finally finds a pair of boots? Hmm. It might be the second one where she's like, 
she legit is in a pair of boots and they like sits they, there's there's a joke made about it i hope the so. second one is garbage it is literally like a um it's a um a, a dinosaur auction dinosaur auction oh woo yep yep they auction dinosaurs and a girl little girl might be heart part dinosaur there you go okay so anyway if you flip to my book <laughs> <laughs> there is an entire scene on Valentine's Day, mind you, where um, they watch Jurassic Park and they have um, discussions about it. And that me not having seen anything past Jurassic World still nailed the critical commentary about why would you do this? And just because you can does not mean you should. Wait, do you mean Jurassic Park or do you mean Jurassic World? I mean, it is the same. In the book, it's the Jurassic. Isn't it Jurassic Park in the book? It is Jurassic Park in the book. However, like the same okay. questions well, right. hold through. Sp- to well, I, more Jurassic World still there. for me. Well, that's my okay. So Jurassic Park, I get it because who wouldn't want to make a park where there's dinosaurs? Sure. But the Jurassic World is like it went all fucking tits up. Why would right. you do it? Why again? are you doing this again? Yeah. If no one has seen my sweet poster of Isla Isla Nubar, um in I will put a post a picture of it in um I've got one of those visit visit Isla Nublar. Um oh, yes. uh, it's really cute. Um so I'll post that in the Instagram when we post the our little notice notas. Very uh, nice about this episode. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Um are we ready to move on to our next segment? Yeah, we are. Okay. We are. Um, we are, dear. We are. <laughs> Great. Now, uh, for those who uh, are just are, are newer to the show, first of all, welcome. Um, we do a segment that we are moving to Patreon uh, called Toys for Twats, Sorry. where we talk about um, unusual, perhaps, or odd, um, or just new uh, to us, yeah. sex uh-huh. toys and the like. So, um, yeah. like I said, moving on to Patreon. So if you are not on Patreon and will just be listening to this episode wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, we will see you um, just after a brief moment. Um, all right. So I guess we'll take a break, come back and talk about. I never, never tell. tell. <laughs> <laughs> I never tell. <laughs> You drew a complete blank. So much so that uh-huh. I thought you I, froze. I was like, because I couldn't remember what our joke was. Like, I'll never tell or never tell. And I was like, uh. <laughs> never tell. Okay. We'll be back in tune, too. <laughs> Like lick to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Yes, absolutely that. Anyway, welcome. We're back. (laughs) Somehow we've recorded three. This is our third recording in in as many weeks, and somehow Ray has forgotten how to do this show. It's really weird. Yes. (laughs) This is season four of the show, you guys. 
that's where we added new characters. Uh, do so I get a love interest this season? Like the old, the the first characters like have not renegotiated their contracts, and so like no, they're not coming back, and therefore we have new cast. Mm. Yeah, are you wearing? Yeah. I can't tell. Bucky Bar. Are you wearing your book boyfriend shirt? I am. Ah, yeah. Yay. Oh no, I'm wearing the other one. Oh okay. No, I'm sorry, I'm wearing the other one. I'm wearing. Damn I'm not it. sorry for sorry. shit. Shit. I pulled one out of my drawer because I have a drawer that specifically are <laughs> podcast <laughs> show shirts. It's important. And I to thought it was this one, but it, twas, it wasn't. Twasn't. It's but okay. I do have dinosaurs. Love that. I had to go put a sweater on because it's cold out here. Yeah, I um, I have always had this hoodie on, but I went and got a blanket during our break. I have I got my gremlins blanket on. Thank you very much. Like I mean, you're in a basement, but like I'm not. I'm still cold as hell. I, yeah, I've turned the heat off down here. Whereas last night, I'm a crazy I was person. literally sitting next to a window that I cracked open because I was so fucking hot. Why? I don't know. Probably my period any day now. I'm just going to assume. You know what's so fun is when you go to Walgreens <laughs> and you like garbage like I did today. And I have to buy all of the feminine products, mm-hmm. like all of them. And I have to get up there in front of a line full of men. And I'm just like, here you go. And I'm also buying clearance chocolates, too. Clearance Valentine's Day chocolates. Day? Why not? $1.50. Right? There's nothing wrong with and, that. And, and White Claw. So it was perfect. Like, I just looked like single girl sadness. Like, when I got up to the... I was like, here you go. Here are my <laughs> feminine products. And here's my chocolate, and here's my li- and my booze. Kitty. Oh, I also got. I, I did get a, a makeup palette, an oh, eyeshadow palette see, too. That's nice. I was a, I was like, you know what? I want to dress up fancy. Treat yourself. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. I yep. treated myself to new lip oil this week. It is made by Elf. Ooh. It was. I got. That's what I got too. I got the Elf eyeliner palette. I love Elf. It is cheap as hell. I do too. This stuff also is amazing. I was I was very influenced. Yeah. I saw some lady talking about it on TikTok. Um, but it's like which one is that one? It's an elf. It's elf lip oil. It's um, oh okay glow reviver lip oil. Uh, no sponsorship here. They have multiple colors, and the texture is so amazing. Like I have this um, uh, Maybelline gloss. And it's very sticky mm-hmm. and like oh, gloopy. Yeah. And I like it, but I don't like the stickiness and that gloopy feeling. But like this stuff yeah. is more like it's thinner than that. And it's more like an oil. And it mm-hmm. just like it stays for a long time. And I love it. Anyway, 10 out of 10 It recommend. looks very nice on you. Thank it's you so much. It's, it's like subtle, but I'll bet you could also put it over lipstick and it would be wonderful. Mm, mm-hmm. Give depth to the color too that you have on your lips too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Bam. yeah. Anyway. I love eyes, eyes, lip, face. I love it. Yes, mm-hmm. I love it. Yes. Although now everyone else loves it, yeah. price is going up. Yeah. So like, there, I also like, on a daily basis use their um, Woe Glow, which is like a yeah. moisturizer with like makeup primer in it. Just mm-hmm. beautiful. Love it. Yep. Fourteen dollars. Yes, please. So good. Yep. Anywho. I also have a bunch of their brushes, too. I like their brushes. Oh, yeah. Same. I really like their brushes. It is just, they're a great brand. 
like a great brand. It's a nice like it's because Rimmel used to be like that. Rimmel used to be mm-hmm. like like Rimmel a nice brand that you like. And then all of a sudden they're like fell off. I don't know what happened to them, but yeah. Uh, but they used to be that like the cheaper brand because I'm like I don't I don't want to spell twelve dollars on lipstick. I, yeah. I don't. I get I, it. I, and or twelve dollars on like just a two thing of shadow. I'm like fuck off, man. Yeah. No. Um, especially when like you, you, everyone goes through them like quickly. Like yeah. I just threw out a whole bunch of my makeup that I had for way too long. I'm not gonna yeah. tell you how long I had it, but like I like I have shadow that I've had too long. I should absolutely and, do that. Like I've moved maybe too many times with it. You know, like yeah like i know that like it doesn't my eyeshadow tends to like not go bad as much as like the other stuff like mascara and, and eyeliner but like yeah. it's still like you're putting that dirty brush and it probably should you know yeah not thinking about it right yeah, yeah. anyway this has been makeup tips <laughs> this has been the makeup corner what the because this has been the cosmetic corner um we like this Elf. is actually drug mart drug mart talk Discount drug mart saves you the run mart around. Saves you the run around. You'll find everything. Oh, those you only need. those in Ohio will yeah, find only, that funny. But you probably know, also it's like Menards. Do you want me to say just you? Northern Ohio? <laughs> at Menards. I think it's save big money at Menards. Ah, it is. I love Menards. We have one. Like I have one. Like five minutes from me, and it's fantastic. Anyhow, you you want to buy plywood? Perfect. Do you want to buy possibly like uh, frozen chicken? best place to go like at the same time need your woglo from and elf food. we got it no big deal like what i mean <laughs> i don't think menard has no, it but that's don't. okay it's still it's okay <laughs> it's fine. anyway they have they have paint for your house yeah they have cosmetic things for your house so um Anyhow. yeah right can you tell that we maybe don't want to talk about this book <laughs> <laughs> it's just <sighs> We'll, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's 2004. It is. It's it is 2004. And so that was, 2000. That it's was a 2000 factor. late. It was yep. a factor. Okay. Um, I will go ahead and read the synopsis um, as per usual. Okay. And then we definitely have some things that we want to talk about afterward before we get into our yep. sandwich, which is going to make yep. me hungry. Okay. Um. All right. Criminal psychologist Dr. Aaron Abbott wants nothing more than to live a quiet life. That means no danger, no intrigue, and absolutely no romance. But when Aaron suspects a serial killer is roaming New Orleans, her investigation throws her straight into the arms of the one man who can help her. Journalist Gabriel Moss is hot to find his next big story, and he knows Aaron is onto something that will rock the city to its core. However, Aaron is also a mystery he must solve. From the moment they meet, Gabriel senses that she's hiding more than her beauty behind her boxy suits and sensible shoes. When she reluctantly agrees to work with him to uncover the most shocking story they have ever come across, explosive secrets are revealed and danger and passion begin to rise. Mm -hmm. Too bad we don't get a sex scene until like 80% of the book. Yeah. At one point, I, I anticipated we weren't going to get one at all. Yeah, I kind of thought that would be the case. Yeah. Um, Which, and it was we'll not like, well, we'll get to that, I guess. Um, yeah. Okay, so anywho, the original publication date of this book is 2004. Somehow, 
the math tells me, even though I don't believe it, um, that was 20 years ago. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, for <clears throat> just reference, was in college. Um, so Same. I was in grad school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, this was a long time ago. Um, makes me want to vomit in my, my mouth a little bit. Um, yeah. But, uh, anywho, this book was... Uh, republished by St. Martin's Griffin in 2002. Um, To the best of our knowledge, I'll read the author's note here. (laughs) Dog enters the chat. Um, (laughs) So Stacey Abrams uh, writing as Selena Montgomery is how these republished uh, books are being um, classified. Um, So she has an author's note at the beginning of the book. And uh, she says, um, I'm grateful for the chance to revisit their love story and add dimensions to both characters. Erin has always been a strong woman who survived her trauma and took care of took charge of her future for Gabriel. Aaron is both a mystery and a partner, one who challenges and matches him as he sets his new course. Um, so it seems like based on just that revisit their love story and add dimensions to both characters, it seems like maybe some light editing was done. Um, maybe on these new additions. However, possibly editing out like possibly things that are kind of like that now would like be frowned upon. Yeah. Yeah. Totally I swear possible. I'm going to put you guys outside. <laughs> so I got in the front yard. <laughs> um, what we don't know and Oh, it says it says copyright 2004 and 2021. So like she must have done her work in 2021 and it published yeah january 25th 2022 um so here's the here's the thing um and i don't blame stacy abrams for this i blame no. saint martin's griffin um and if i'm if my if memory serves we might have a lot to blame saint martin's griffin for um just in general but in this case i i really think it's important to be critical of the publisher for not putting trigger warnings in this book and i recognize that like this is romantic suspense like this is not a straight up romance book but i think it's important that we normalize trigger warnings just across the board like yeah i i just think it's important and if they don't matter to you if you don't care then you don't have to read them but for some people like it's kind of important um right so literally straight out the gate, like here, here are the trigger warnings you need to be aware of. Um, violence against women. Frequently. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's literally how the book opens. Opens. Is violence against women. Um, there's also miscellaneous murders. And um, I mean, I would say that's probably... I mean, it is a romance, romantic suspense. So mm-hmm. yes, you understand going into it that there are uh, there are some murders, and this is 
probably as grizzly as I mean, like I've read grizzly or like romance. Oh, like, yeah. I'm not talking about like butcher and blackbird. You I mean that's something completely. That's a different genre, right. In mm-hmm. my mind, as this. Sure. This is like an Irish Johansson sort of like, which I love Irish. Like one of my favorite books she's written. Um. Uh. And but like this is like a little bit more. I mean, we're talking ten people when it when it all yeah all I mean comes <clears throat> said and done yeah. 10 murders because I'm including the actual like first initial person in that like yeah yeah I just like did so the, yes there's, 10 and like some of these are like really like that first random. one like the first one with with Maggie, Maggie was the name of that character hers felt yeah. really gruesome yeah well because she's garroted yep yeah yeah um, and the one thing I'll add, and so you don't, I mean, we learn this very quickly, is these are, the, they, they list them, like they're trying to call them the, so Aaron has moved to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Well, Aaron is Annalise. Annalise is the, is in the prologue as the one who is fighting with this character named Nathan. Mm-hmm. And it is a fight to the death. And we don't, we don't, we, we, we learn from the end that Nathan is dead. Like she has murdered Nathan, mm-hmm. she thinks. And she and her friend Sebastian, we don't know who Sebastian is, but we don't like, well, she didn't say friend. We just know her and Sebastian yeah. <clears throat> have <clears throat> yeeted his corpse over into the mountains. Mm-hmm. And then the next chapter were in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't have a time period. Don't have a, t- don't, we're on a different character. Yep. And it's not our main character. Right. Which that threw me too. I was like, hold which on. Is all- I actually went back to this. I was also confused by that because I even like from reading the description to starting the book, there was like a few, there was like a days long gap between reading the description, getting the book and then starting to read the book. So like I forgot who the main character was going to be. So honestly, I was just even more confused. Well, and then, then, then also we find out, so the, so you're picturing this First, prologue, Annalise. First chapter, Maggie. Yep. Second chapter, Aaron. Aaron. You're like, what yeah. the fuck is happening? Yeah. And so all you need to know for... Sorry. And it's written in the third person. No, go ahead. So, like, it's... Oh, it's written all over the fucking place. <clears throat> we'll get there. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and so you need to know that Aaron is Annalise, mm-hmm. and she ran to New Orleans to, like, start her new life. Mm-hmm. She's, I think they said she's, she's a doctorate. So mm-hmm. she must be around like 27, She's got to be in I her think. late 20s. We don't, well, actually, no, she's not because she was in grad school when she was 15. Mm. So, yeah, so she's probably. Yeah, but she was. I can't tell. I can't get a gauge. It, yeah, it's hard. Like, like how, the timeline say, is not specific. Yeah. Um, but no. we know that she was with. At one point, she talks about being 23 when she yes, was in this bad situation. So Oh, that's true. So I think it hasn't been that long since that situation, so I want to put her down for maybe 25. I think I'd Although still say 26 or 27. That, yeah. I'd still yeah, say Yeah, cuz she definitely after did that. get her doctorate after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think so late 20s is probably like you could just tell how confused we are with this because there's a lot we were confused at description of the characters there's a lot that's like what is happening um so from so from there 
Um, she is a um, she's a professor of uh, psychology at this Berkeen University. I was like, just call it Berkeley. Just call it something. It was driving me crazy. Berkeen University in New Orleans. Yeah, I don't think it's a real and, um, place. No. Because okay. mm-hmm. like, like Loyola um, is the big university down there. Right, right. Um, and so, <laughs> um, so and, and all these murders have come up. Mm-hmm. And the first one, like the one we're talking about, Maddie, Maggie, whatever Maggie. her name is. She, uh, Maggie, I think it's Maggie, because I think it, it was is. Margaret was her. It's Maggie. Was, yeah. Um, uh, it is part of these they call them the alphabet murders mm-hmm. so uh, we have now a serial killer that is focused on Aaron she thinks that they're targeted to her because literally everybody that um, who's been murdered either has a connection to her or this Nathan mm-hmm. and she meets Gabriel in the f- second chapter and he is a investigative reporter um, for and I'm only bringing these tedious bullshit up because like <sighs> Um, so he has a, a part of a newspaper that broke off. He's not a monthly or he's a monthly or bi-weekly weekly. or something newspaper weekly, weekly. and from the Chronicle and the Chronicle is like the daily newspaper in New Orleans, New Orleans. Um, and so he, his sister is friends, sort of acquaintances with Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, because they work together. He's like, yeah, he's smitten from like, it's insta love on his part like he's instantly like taken with her mm-hmm. um and so he's kind of pulled into this whole situation um so i just wanted to add that just because i explain the murders and all that kind of good stuff so is there anything else that you want to you think that no i just for context i just think it's important to know that like there's violence against women on the first page like just just an FYI for people. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's a lot. I mean, if you, especially like, I mean, I've read worse, I've watched worse, obviously, but it was a lot. It was a lot that I'm like, holy shit, this is what we're going into. Okay, like, yeah, you had said yeah. earlier, like before we were recording, that um, it reminded you of Dirty English, which was like something yeah. that we read really early, really yeah. early on. Where, like, literally page one, the first, yes. the prologue is her getting raped. And I'm like, okay, this is a lot It was for like, me, okay, I think guys? it was her like, waking just... up from that experience. No, she, she been... was getting raped. Oh, God. No. Whoa, I really blocked she that She was, because I was like, because it was literally, what happened to me? And I was like, holy shit, this is a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. This is a lot, guys. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, no fucking. It might have been. You. I mean, you might be right. She might have. But I swear to God, because we learned what what happened to her. So I think that you might be right. It might be both. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Anyhow, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to go back there. I'm not going to go back and reread it. There. No, I'm good. That was a lifetime ago. That was a many many rays ago. Um, <laughs> many many. Rays that was season ago. one ray. Yeah, that was season one, episode six, I think. Of yeah, this. that was before the writer strike and all the all the rays. <laughs> This is for SAG AFTRA, and you know, um, so what we do on this on this here show, <laughs> we talk about hot to trot and elf. Um, is we have a compliment sandwich, mm-hmm. sand sandwich, sandwich sandwich, um, sandwich, sand- sa- sandwich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, top bun is something we liked about the book. Um, uh, the meat 
is something we didn't like as much. And then we like to end on a high note and bring in the bottom bun. Um, so sometimes our meat is thin. Sometimes our meat is girthy. Just depends on on the book, and you can probably tell where this where this book's gonna fall. That's okay. They they can't all. It's okay. You know, it's, hundred floors. They can't all be winners. So. <laughs> David and S. Not pumpkins. everything's David S. Pumpkins. Nope. <laughs> All right, my dear. Mm-hmm. Would you like to give me your top bun? <clears throat> sure, I would love to. Um, my top bun was actually the mystery in that it it kept me guessing. Um, I felt like it was fascinating and frankly disturbing. Um, but the way that it's all tied together is, I thought pretty intelligent like the way that all of that is done agreed is is very well done um certainly things i would have never fucking thought of and like it uh stacy in her author's note mentions like criminal minds and that i mean Mm -hmm. many many uh like odes to criminal minds in this book um and i love that show i just can't watch it anymore because i am i don't know too sensitive now or like I have ever since I had a kid really like I've had to stop watching a lot of violence um because it's hard um anyway but I really liked the way that the mystery was was like how it unfolded and how the clues came out and how like which trails they followed and you and I had said you know off the air like when you were able to guess who the killer was. Mm-hmm. And I thought I knew, but I also thought, like, in a bizarre twist of events, it could have been a couple other people, which I will talk about later. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. Um, there was enough probability involved that I think, like, it kept me guessing. Yeah. It Agreed. kept me, and it kept me second guessing myself when I thought I knew yeah. who the person was. I agree with that because like <clears throat> there was a person I was like oh it's that person I knew I knew that but then the, there was another person that came about and I'm like oh that possibly I'm like but I'm pretty sure but possibly like it was maybe mm-hmm. sort of thing mm-hmm. yeah I, I will say like writing wise she does put together like writing wise she's fucking Cece Ebram she can do whatever the fuck she wants I love this woman I don't fucking care yeah I will like oh my god and honestly it's not a bad book it's just it was no. like just wasn't for me. Like I come to the conclusion anymore that I'm. I there was a time in my life that I love romantic suspense. Like, um, I don't know if I told the story on here, but um, my mom, my aunt loves romantic suspense. So for one year for Christmas for her, I literally went to like every garage sale, every like uh, antique mall, whatever, and bought all of these romantic suspense books. That's so cute. I had a box of romantic suspense for her because she loved those ones, like Iris Johansson and. Uh, I can't think of any of the ones. I can't remember. I'm trying to remember the one who writes the Temperance Brennan books that they made bones out of. But like oh, those I'm are the not, kind yeah. of books. Mm-hmm. I, that's how I started in the romance genre. Besides like the you know historical, that's the other genre. I it was like it was a nice like little landing pad to get into like the the real romance, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but this book was just not like I just was like. It's a lot. I mean, like, because you're like you're anticipating it to be the romance the whole time, and it's like, yeah, it's not though, right? 
But I mean, there, she's a great writer. She is great. It's just, and she's fucking C.C. Abrams. So she's yeah. The book is beautifully her. written. I mean, honestly, like yeah. her writing is wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just have some logistics things that we yeah. I'd like to tweak, but that's it. And again, the book is twenty years old. So yeah, and it's like one of her first books. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, yeah. was that yeah. your top on? No, oh, my top okay. bun is fucking New Orleans. Like, what I do love is I love, I do love I was like, books that, that is are abysmal. Okay. I've, yeah, I was like, I've literally never been there, but I love books that are set there. Mm-hmm. I love the whole, like, New new you know, New you know Orleans, Big Easy sort of. In fact, like I said, this reminds me of the, the movie Big Easy, which they made into a TV show. Thank you, USA. Um, but I sent you the trailer and you, you were did. like, this is so 1986. It is the most 1986 thing I've ever seen. I literally watched it again just this year at some point. I was like, "Where did you Ellen watch it?" Barkin can fucking. Uh, I think on Tubi. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, I was like, Ellen Bark can fucking get it. <laughs> like she's so hot in this goddamn movie. Um, and Dennis Quaid plays such a sleaze bag, but I mean, he's a police officer, but he's a fucking sleaze bag. Anyhow, this is what it reminded me of it a little bit. Like, yeah. you could feel the humidity. You could feel like the, like you know, at one point they go out to dinner. They do go on a date, mm-hmm. and like they go out. Like he shows her real New Orleans. Yeah, and you're like, yes, this is what I want. I'm like, I love. Like, what was that? dumb movie or dumb book that i read it was they made it into a passion flicks book and i had to re- i was like telling you about Wicked. it in one of our episodes yes and i was like <laughs> it was you know and i supposedly they shot in new orleans i mean i can't i don't know i don't but like i think one of the vampire i think the uh uh, one of the ones I watched, one of those Vampire Diaries spinoffs, the originals. The originals is set in New Orleans. Oh, really? Too. There's just something I love about New Orleans. It's just, it's got, you have like that lore and legend of it behind it too. Like, you know, the it's so haunted supposedly. I mean, I again don't believe in ghosts, but I love the spookiness of it. Yeah. Um, it's like romantic. It's it's very romantic in its way. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, I think it's and a great. A lot of Anne Rice stuff is set in New Orleans. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, like, and I mean, again, if you do, if you do like Lillian Rice and you really do, if you have not watched the new season, the new series of Interview with a Vampire, what are you doing? Like, seriously? Because, yeah, it's all set in New Orleans. And, yeah. And everybody in that movie, in that show is beautiful. Anyhow. Um, Obviously. It's hot as hell. Um, so, yeah, that's my top one. Love Fucking that. Nolans. Well, I was prepping Beignets for the podcast tonight, tonight. I was listening to jazz, New Orleans jazz, just because. I mean, perfect. Mm-hmm. Per- perfect. Yeah. Yep. All right. So now we get to the meat. Yep. Do you want me to start? Sure. Okay. Because I think we might have the same. We meat. might have <clears throat> some similar meats. <laughs> what if we can mountain compare? <laughs> um, <laughs> so... <laughs> There's snow outside. We both <laughs> we can do a dick measuring contest out there. Thank you, Becca. Mack. I need a fluffer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so it's in. It, there's many different um, perspectives in this book, and it changes within a paragraph. It's very confusing. It gets. It's very confusing at points. I didn't know who was talking. Um, it will ha- like it will be a scene, and we'll go in, and with Aaron's p- 
perspective mm-hmm. and then halfway through like even a paragraph it'll change over to like like a different character's thank you a different character's perspective yep. i'm like wait hold on and it that will only last for a couple paragraphs yep. and then it will move back to like it just it was very confusing yeah it gets jarring um that's yes that's definitely one of the things that i wrote down i wrote down head switching galore Yes, it's, thank you. It's very, and it's not just Aaron and Gabriel. It's Aaron and Gabriel and Sylvie, the detective, and Maggie. Nathan. And, yeah. Yeah, and Nathan. And, um, I mean, literally every character. Every single character. Yeah. And, and in many ways, that's, this, in many ways, I feel like it speaks to 2004, and I think yeah. also to the genre of romantic suspense. However, I think yeah. like the the newer romantic suspense that I have read has segmented that more. Like if you go back to I, I think yeah. episode thirteen yeah. or like something early, we read Fighting Conviction from Greer Rivers. That entire yeah. series has like three POVs per. Um, per book one of them is the villain always but they are segmented by chapter so you're never confused about whose head you're in or whose perspective you are seeking yeah. like wh- whose perspective you're supposed to be understanding in that moment Um, and I remember during that episode you were like I don't give a crap what the villain is thinking like I don't want to know and that's not important. Well, and I get, like, I get that. It's also just a part of the genre and fine. But, like. Well, I mean, we also had that. Honestly, we also had that in with that stupid Nicholas. Excuse me. That oh, Nicholas the Nicholas Sparks, Sparks book. book. Uh, which one? Safe Haven. Where I had chapters. So, yeah, I had fucking chapters I had to read from the fucking villain's perspective. I'm yeah. like, I don't give a shit what you think, dude. Yeah. I really don't. It, but that's like that is a thing that is quite the norm in like in romantic suspense. Romantic suspense yeah. is like because you had like a lot of times in Shadow you just have this other random chapter that's from like unidentified because some like the newer ones will tell you whose chapter it is, mm-hmm. and then like a lot of times they'll be like you know unidentified like they won't put a, a title right. header to say who it's who's actually the perspective it is. And you're right. like, oh, it's the guy. Okay. <laughs> right. Do you like that? Yep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I, I definitely agree with the head switching. Um, I the other thing that I wanted to that frustrated me, especially by the end of the book, is like the push and pull between Aaron and Gabriel is oh, so yeah. Yeah. consistent and not in a way that endeared me to either of them. I was more like, you no. guys are annoying the living shit out of me. That you can't, like, literally until the last couple of pages, she is, like, one of them is pulling away from the other one. And you just want to be like, for everyone's safety, you need to tell him everything. Yeah, she really hides that shit from him for a long time. A long time. Too long. Too long. Too long. Yeah. And when she finally does that, though, there's like a like she is envisioning that he is pulled away from her, like that he is disgusted by her. And he's like conversation. Yeah. And he's like, I 
where are you getting that? And she's like, because you're not like right. interacting with me like at all. And later right. he's there's like a confrontation between the two of them. And to his credit, like we do finally meet Sebastian, but to Sebastian's credit, like she's talking to him and he's like, have you even talked to him about yeah. this? And yes. she's like, no, she's like, there wasn't time. He's like, um, I'm sorry. Mm, I'm sorry. What? Like, come it's on. It's nine o'clock at night. I'm pretty sure there was probably time. Like, come on. <laughs> and so he, yeah. the two of them go to the paper and like talk to him in the lobby or what, like in the newsroom or whatever. And he, he literally says to her, there's no room for you, for you, Aaron, just go home. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like you, yeah. she is here to talk to you about your shitty behavior. Yep. And you are telling, you are just being shittier. Yep. And then they were, they eventually resolve that. And then like the climax of the book happens and then they are back at odds. And I'm like, why, why though are you back at odds? And like within a five page time span, she is saying to him, she is like arguing with him about something and then like gives in within a couple of pages in in a way that made no sense to me. Same. Same. I was like, oh, that's all it took? Well, why couldn't we have done this like fucking chapters ago? We, co- we couldn't have done this like 25% of the book ago? Right? I don't know. Oh, um, Siri said, sorry, I didn't understand that. <laughs> me either siri um me either anyway those those are my primary meats um i have one more okay. and that one is i don't mind in a book where we don't give a lot of description mm-hmm. of a character that's fine like it's like the author's like i'm leaving it up to my your imagination and i'm like cool Usually then they don't use any descriptors. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they won't tell you. I mean, like, you didn't use a lot of descriptors in your book. Not a lot. And S.L. Prater would probably say that she told me to do that more, actually. She was like, you are not describing your characters, ma'am. Whoops. But, like, and I think there's a nice medium, like, in between. Yeah. Um, and so I was getting a lot of conflicting descriptors mm-hmm. of characters. So it was hard for me in my mind to uh, picture, pick characters, because I was like, okay, if I'm left to my own devices, but then I'm getting these, and then the cover picture looks completely different. Yeah. So I'm very confused. It's not like I don't, I mean, but I, I think there's a part of us that, like, we do put onto a character what we, from our own experiences of what we think the character looks like just from like our own, you know, like, as we said, biases, but that's not so much. I I don't, I don't know if it's a bias is more of like our own experience, our own like environment. Um, And, and I just was having a hard time trying to grasp, but like what care, what characters look like Mm and, and sounded like, and, that sort of thing. And I don't need to have that. It just would have been nice. Like, it, we had a lot of conflicting things. I think that I should say that. It was like, so stunt casting is going to be real interesting this time. <laughs> it was tough. We kept going back and forth going like, is this person? What's this person? Yeah. And like, we're like, I don't know. So, um, yeah. yeah. And I think, and if they, which I don't know if the new book has a new cover or if this is the new cover. I I think this is... Well, I don't know what cover you're seeing. But, like, the one on the Amazon listing where it's, like, a, sh- a close-up of a woman's face. 
Yes. That, I think, is the new cover. Because if you go back okay. and you look at, like, other Selena Montgomery books, they don't look mm-hmm. like this. There's only one other that looks similar well, then to that's this. Even, that's even more confusing, because her descriptions don't match the picture that's on the cover. I know. So... I know. You know but that was like, someone that's at the publisher. Here there. Probably. Probably. Because I mean, because I, the way they're described is not, and and I hate to say that maybe it is a it is a stereotypical thing at the publisher. They're like, well, it's Stacey Abrams, so we have to put this person on the, co-, you know, like this yeah. image on the cover because it matches with, but I don't know. I mean, um, I don't know. Uh, because it's yeah it's it's so that was like a conscious because like i couldn't get i didn't really i couldn't connect as much as i like to would rather do um yeah yeah okay fair um bottom button why don't you go first i really liked gabriel i liked his character i liked him he seemed like um kind of like a charming like like okay as I hate. Okay, I am not a fan of Dennis Quaid in real life, and the only reason I'm bringing him up is because of the fucking Big Easy. But he's so fucking charming, but sleazy in that fucking show, in that movie. But that's kind of like, and, and, and Gabriel's not sleazy, but he's very much so charming. Like, literally, like she even says, like this. Can you stop the charm that's coming out of your mouth? Or like, are you always this? Like, can you stop the charm? And he's mm-hmm. kind of like, no. This is just me, but that's also like how you, it's just me, baby. But that's how like I picture men in New Orleans kind of like that's, they're just, it's just them. It's just charm, baby. And, and maybe me like having this romantic thing view of New Orleans, but, um, but he's also just a good dude. Like he's very good dude, and he's the one who's like in it to fucking win it. He says, I love you first. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like he. I mean, is this is a false first falls her, hard, first falls hard. Yeah, like it's all it's insta love. Like he, because he says I've seen more beautiful women, but for some reason this woman is, is it? Mm-hmm. Like it is it for him? Yeah, and I mean, he gives up a lot for her. Like he is willing. Like there's at one point where there's a question of like, are you gonna screw her over or, and he's like. You know, I can't. I literally physically can't do that. Like, but yeah. then like, he ends up having to be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have to." But he's like, he has to like get himself to the point where he's gonna have to kind of screw her over. But like, she's the one who actually suggests it at the, actually at the time. But it's hard. It is physically hard for him to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he just like, I just love that he ends up showing up different places. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, almost like you're just kind of waiting for it. You're yeah. waiting for him just to show up. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Gabriel's like. Come on! Oh, she because all she of a sudden she's smacked like, right into Gabriel again. Yeah, like like literally, she's she's thinking about something at a at a former crime scene, and all of a sudden turns around. You know, Gabriel. He's answering her. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Gabriel's a pretty a good fleshed out character. I liked him. Yeah, I did. I liked him too. What about you? Um. By the way, uh, Mama Veronica says hello. Um, oh hi. <laughs> uh. Well. Okay, a couple of things. Um, one, to piggyback off of something that you already said and that we already kind of talked about, was that Stacey Abrams is a great writer. And I thought that mm-hmm. um, her her writing is, A, so... It's very, like, flowy and... Um, 
and included, I was thinking about uh, who wrote Lucy Monroe. I was thinking about Lucy Monroe also because you had said that she makes you Google words in her books because you don't know what they mean. <laughs> she does. And she does. I yeah. was Googling words in this book because so I was like, what the fuck are you? Oh. This is mean. Super, like, I mean, obviously Stacy's fucking super smart. Obviously. And the same thing here. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, I was like, God, Stacy, don't be so smart. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, not just the vocabulary, but like, I mean, you'll, if you read it, you'll understand, but like the way that she gets into like literally the, the linguistics, linguistics and the backgrounds of, mm-hmm. of, of words and what they mean is fucking mm-hmm. fascinating and could not be written unless it were researched heavily, you know? Um, yeah. So anyway, in part, it's the it's the lyric quality of her writing, even like her sex scenes, which we'll talk about more later. Um, mm-hmm. They're very flowery in their language. Yeah, they're very. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's not like explicit stuff being th- like at all. <laughs> really nothing. Right. No, no. There's nary we, we, a I swear mean, word in this book. There's like. A couple no. of dammits and maybe one shit. You know, like yeah. there's it's pretty yeah. it's a pretty clean book. And that's overall. also very twenty four you know, two thousand four. Yeah. Like early few late. and far between. Yeah. yeah. Um but my uh the other part of my bottom bond really is that um over the course of the mystery unfolding, I had a couple of people in mind for suspects that I was really glad it wasn't them. <laughs> Those two people were Sebastian yeah. and Genevieve because I was like, these are two people that have more access to her than anyone well, else. Can, and this is, this is going to spoil a little bit, but the other person I was glad it wasn't was Nathan. Oh yeah. Same. Yeah. I was worried for a second. It's a cop out. It's a fucking cop out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was worried for a second that like he wasn't really dead and then it was really Nathan. But you know what it reminded me of yeah. a little bit? Um, it reminded me of, or I thought it was going to go down this road. Like I was like, oh, I wonder if Nathan had like a, a son or something that like she never knew about. And oh, the sun is like yeah, getting revenge, you know, mm-hmm. like very, um, I know what you did last summer, you know, like, yeah. So I thought that that's another place it could go. It didn't go that way, but mm-hmm. I thought that, that was possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked Sebastian and I liked Genevieve and I was hoping mm-hmm. that it wasn't going to be because for a minute, like you don't know where Sebastian is. He's very cagey about yeah. where he is. And this yeah. is. Pre- she calls him once. Yes. Yeah. And this is pre-cell phone days. Mind yeah. you. Like, keep in mind, like, cell phones back then did not have GPS. This was like a, as you were saying earlier, like, T9 texting. Like, there was, there, your phone was a phone and barely a texting, a capable object. We literally just got flip phones. I'm looking to see, like, so the Motorola flip phone just came out. Uh, okay. I still had a QD. brick in 2004. Yeah, like, it's like, I had the I had the Motorola Razor, but that was... I had a flip phone, but yep. probably not until my, probably not until 2006 or 7. I remember I had a pink, Did it I was like a recently one razor, of the companies... Razor. One of the companies on Android of some sort was coming up with some other new, like, flip phone thing. I'm like, just... 
Let's not, guys. There, a friend of mine has um, a razor, like, and you it yeah. opens and looks like a fucking iPhone. You're like, what? I guess what I just want. I just want an iPhone. Thank I do you. too. I'm. Not, I don't want to go back. I'm good, thanks. I'm one of the only IT people that I know that has an Apple. I can't help it if like everyone else is wrong and you're right, you know. Well, I mean, I will. Okay, we'll get that conversation. That we can conversation have is separate. About, like, what what Apple works well with and what it doesn't. I understand. But, yeah. Okay. That's just a reason why companies don't buy apples. Anyhow. Okay. Um. Anywho, that I think finishes out our sandwiches. I'm so hungry. Does. I know. I want a BLT for some reason. Oh, it sounds good. Um. Right. I don't have any. I don't even have any bacon. Oh, I do. Um, you want to come over? <laughs> Sure. Sure. Whatever. When we're done with this, I'll come on over. Eleven thirty nine. I'll um, head over to your house. Yeah. Um, would you recommend this book? Uh yes, but I also just mind your triggers is all. I would say the same. Like I would say like if you if you like a little mystery, yeah. if you like a little mystery. If you're enjoying my Miss Garland and the Duke. Yeah. And if you Recaps. I mean if, if romantic like suspense is romantic suspense is your jam, yeah. 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 I mean, otherwise, like, I don't know. I mean, it's not, I don't think it'll be for everybody, but sure. I think, like, again, I, you know, um, would I read more from Stave, from Selena Montgomery? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, I think she's a good writer. She's, yeah, she is. And do I want her to run for president? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Do I want to be friends with her? Absolutely. Yeah. Was she on the David Tennant podcast? Yes, she was. Oh Anyhow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would this book embarrass our moms? No, no, I don't think so. No, that sex scene is yeah. yeah no. no, my mom might enjoy this. Uh, book. Actually, I th- I would it'd be one I'd actually recommend to my mom. I think she would actually like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be one I'd buy for my aunt. Yeah, and see? add it to the large box of of uh, books. Yeah. All right. Um. So we're gonna take a little break, a little breaky mm-hmm. for us. Um. And we're gonna come back and talk about stunt casting and uh, recommendations and ratings, Ayo. and gradings and graded parmesan. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> or so. So we'll, we will we'll be back in two and two. And we're back. We're back, bitches. We didn't, didn't forget how to do our own show right there. I didn't. That was good. No, no, that was good. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, so welcome to the final segment of our show where we talk about ratings with a hard T. Mm-hmm. Great apartment. Um, stunt casting, who we mm-hmm. would cast in these roles, and uh, what else we've been reading, recommendations, yep. etc. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's where we are. Um, Veronica, yes. Would you like to tell the adoring public how um, we rate things on this pub on this uh, podcast here? I'd be just about it. So um, instead of choosing um, like a star rating system, which we find very, um, which we find very broad, um, what we do instead, uh, we have a two tiered approach. We rate things based on hearts and eggplants. Hearts are how romantical was this book? Did it burn the cockles of your heart? And the second, eggplants, is our spice factor, basically. It's not meant to be a binary thing. 
Um, it's just what we started with. Um, you could also think of them as chili peppers or fire or mm-hmm. the sweating hot face emoji. Whatever floats yeah. your boat. It's just how hot was the book? Okay. Yep. Yep, yep, Ray. Yep. Yeah. What would you like to begin with? Um, let's do, let's get out of the way. Let's get the, um, uh, uh, eggplants out of the way. Okay. How many eggplants would you give this book? Two. I gave it one. (laughs) I was going to go one, but we usually one for like kisses. So I was like, oh, that's true. I mean, fair. I I mean, mean, we do have like, we do definitely know he puts condoms on. She does yes, say that he, he sheathes himself in, pro- in protection. So, yes, yeah. except that at one point it says that she put the condom on, and I was like, "She's a virgin." Yeah, I don't she know is. that she knows how to do that. Well, well, well she's probably seen a, uh, a a like a college boob comedy at some point, so probably knows how to do it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she watches porn, which is fine, except that a lot of porn doesn't involve condoms. But, you know, whatever. That's true. I mean, but she might have watched American Pie. Mm. Okay, fair. Maybe she put one on a banana at one point. You never know. Um, true, true. Never know. Or maybe she attended the same, uh, what is that class I took? Sexual health or something when I was in college. And the professor, mm. I've never fucking forgotten yes. this. The professor told me, I'm, I assume I've told you this story. The professor told all of us this massive fucking lecture hall of students of, I mean, I was 18 years old, um, that if a man ever tells you that he is too big to wear a condom, you must remember that he is fucking lying to you because (laughs) a regular condom, a regular condom, not a magnum, not an extra large condom, a regular condom will fit on your arm. From your fingertip to your elbow. And ladies and gentlemen, I would like to let you know that uh, Sunny from this podcast, from the American Queen episode, um, she and I immediately dove into my messenger bag, took out a condom, and fit it on her arm in the middle of this lecture hall. I, he, There's no way he didn't see us doing this. Putting a condom on her arm from her fingertip to her elbow do not let them fool you also i would like to say that somebody that you and i know that had sex with somebody that you and i know um he had to have magnum condoms and we could talk about that we will talk about that offline okay anywho um wow all right so let's in my family still joke about it yep Yep. We are going to talk about that mm-hmm. in a little bit. Because yep. okay. my relatives found them and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think that narrows it down a little bit. All right. Um, so oh, my God. Okay. On. Hearts. Let's move. <laughs> um, so do i need do i need um um reprisal for this fucking like burning cockle of my yes. heart um this one's tough i'm gonna say two and a half i do think that he's so romantic i mean he does he's like he's putting his life on the line for her so i will say two and a half 
fair. Um, I I said two. Um, maybe because my my heart is dead. I don't know. <laughs> I have a cold, dead heart. Um, <laughs> yeah. Usually, you're the one who's more harsh. I think on these ratings, but I don't think that was. And the I case think tonight. maybe that. Yeah, I think that's also because I really liked Gabe. I really did. That's um, fair. And, like, I really, like, every time it came down to him, like, yeah, I, I mean, thinking about, like, what he, yes, we do have, you know, like, in most books we have grand gesture, but his grand gesture is literally, like, his life. Like, he, yeah. His his grand gesture so. is quite literally, like, walking alongside her into the face of danger. Yeah. Yeah. Putting himself out there as, like, because at some point not so much a well spoiler is that the the person who is targeting her knows that he is involved with her and has targeted him then so which is a reason that she is so intent on staying away from him yeah because she doesn't want to make him a target anyway i mean there's a romance to it it's a romantic suspense hello yeah 100 um all right, so let's move over to stunt casting. So stunt casting, yeah. like you, you had mentioned, if mm-hmm. we were going to make a movie of this book, which would make a good movie. It um, would, truly. It would. It, it might even make a good series. Yeah, 100%. Like, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, it would be Hannibal-esque. And there would be just, just as much fan fiction written about it. There's a lot of Hannibal fan fiction out there, just to let you know if anybody's interested. For some reason, some I'm Will not Parker, surprised by Hannibal, that. Yeah, if you want some Will Hart Parker Hannibal fan fiction, okay. a la Sherlock, and uh, there's a lot out there. Um, so, my dear, we usually start with the ladies because we're here for yes. the boys. Let's hear it for the boys. Um, would you like to give me your Aaron? I would love. I almost to. forgot what her name was because she went by four different well, goddamn goes, names in yeah, this book. She also has. She had her full name is Annalise. Aaron Abbott Gord what was her Gordon Gore I don't even remember what like her first legal name was because I mean it's only said a few times um regard and she goes by Aaron Abbott so um I would love to let me finish let me open these tabs into a bunch of different tabs so I can share my screen with you um I realize this might be a little bit unorthodox but every time Every time Gabe talked about her hair, this was the person I pictured, and therefore mm. I could not unpicture it, if that makes any sense. Um, and so this is just the person that I went with. Um, hang on. Also, if you are um, a member, if you are one of our Patreons, you will get to actually watch us do stunt casting with our, um, we screen with share and we show all of our pins. Uh, so you can see them in real time. However, if you are not a page, uh, not a Patreon, you can also just go to our Pinterest and look at our stunt casting boards. Um, yep. Okay, so I chose. Okay, share. I don't know why I was caught off guard by going first, but it's cool. Um, I shouldn't have been. I should have been more prepared. I chose Meghan Markle. Now, listen, I know she is a fucking duchess now, okay? But I found her on Suits many years prior to her becoming a duchess. Um, I can see it. Yeah, it was her hair. It was, like, the description of her hair that kept me, like, 
going back to it. Um, also, and she's understated, I think, a little bit. Like, she's very pretty, but, like, I can see her being understated, too. Like, she could, if she wanted to, she could hide away and, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a, one of the, this photo of, like, her in, like, a more boxy suit, you know? Yeah. Like, it's hiding like her she, figure. Yeah. Like, you would notice her, but you really wouldn't. Like, you wouldn't look, like, in that suit. I would look at her once and be like, oh, okay. And I'd be like, oh, there's an attractive person. But I wouldn't be, like, staring at her. But, like, and, and, like, think about the suit being brown and her wearing, yeah. like, a turtleneck and her, and, like, wearing no makeup and her hair is, like, yeah. in a very disheveled bun. You know, like. Yeah, and also, like, he hears her voice first. Yes. That's what pulls him into the room. It's it's her laugh. It's her husky laugh that pulls him into the room. Yeah. Um, but oh, again, here well, like in like coat. more. I know, right? But like here, more in like a boxier clothing. You know, like yeah. wide leg pants. Um, she's wearing like a what is this pattern? Like a plaid coat. Um, <laughs> it's very yep. cute. Um, and then this one, just because I thought it was cute. But that would be like more when she's like wearing clothes that fit her and that she's yeah. yeah like like I think she has a quality of like she's an absolutely beautiful woman but like she could if she needed to like go under undercover or go like mm-hmm. yeah she's There's so one pretty more that I didn't pull up hang on um I just saw it on my Pinterest here so pretty I mean, just if gorgeous. you actually got to see then her eyes, you would like, you know, that would be enough right there. Yeah. She's fucking gorgeous. Anywho, that is who I chose to be, Aaron. Coolio. Who did you choose, my love? Um, I have to remember. Oh, oh, there we are. Uh, I have it in my phone. I'm hoping that. <laughs> did our break uh, during which we complained about things um, not give you enough time to do this? No, I did it. I No, I did it earlier, but okay. um, I had to remember to open in new tabs. And I oh, right. I had her name, and I'm like, do I remember her name? Of course not. Erin um, is described as having, like, silky hair and... Um, I think oh, is. skin is like a lighter brown. Yeah, we were very like at some points it, it's described different ways. And so she's it's like, in well, shape. I don't know, guys. Like we know that she's yeah. in shape. And... All right. Here we go. I have her name, so we're good. Um, okay. All right. I went with an actress named Andy Allo. Allo? Um, she... Um, that's her there. Oh, is it coming up? Okay. Here, I might as well just... Oh, fuck it. My God, this is bullshit. Like, this, I mean, it worked fine earlier. It worked fine earlier. That's true, it did. When I was showing you pictures of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> if only. There we are. Oh, Jesus there it goes. Fucking Christ. There we go. Oh my god, it's like a fucking I'm like having birth for god's sakes um, You can't be uh, Andy Allo, she is known for the show Upload, like she's um, I believe the lead in that move, in that show um, It's the one on Amazon with uh, 
I think it's James Frank. Yeah, uh, Robbie Arne- Amell. I was like, it was somebody's brother. Robbie Amell's a brother. Um, That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, okay. She's the lead. She's so pretty. Um, this mm-hmm. is her with longer hair. Let's see if I can fucking do this or it's going to break, fucking break. Um, all right. Let's see. Screen. You know what? Fuck moments. it. That's her. Andy Allo. I think it's bullshit. I'm not going to try to fucking pull up another. It's bullshit. Never mind. Okay. So yeah, that's her. She's very pretty. So there you go. Yeah. Just if you, if you know out if you know um upload you know her. She's okay. very pretty. Awesome. All right. Tell me about your your dude. I'm okay. so fucking defeated at this point. Okay. Um. All right. So I chose someone that I've chosen before. Um. But actors play multiple parts. People. Um. Yeah. The description of Gabriel is challenging at times um we know that he's not white but he has like shoulder length hair um what i stuck to was the eyes he has like gray eyes yeah so i went with a gorgeous black man with light eyes His name is Jesse Williams, and I know oh, him from... <laughs> I almost went with him! Did you? I know him because of Grey's Anatomy. Um, yep. He played uh, Dr. Jackson Avery. Um, this fucking photo. <laughs> this fucking photo? This <laughs> okay. fucking photo? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous. This amazing coat. With a sweater. Nice. Nice. Uh, this right here. Beautiful. Love it. Um, this Love jacket it. and denim combo. Um, and this where he's maybe looking like he's going to maul someone in a hot way. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I want to lick you from your head to your toes. I want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Thank yeah. you, Luda. That's what he looks like. He looks like you're an ice cream cone and he wants to lick you. A little bit. Like he's angry, but he will do it anyway, you know? Yeah. Anywho, um, that's if, who I chose. If none of you guys have seen Cabin in the Woods. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. We discussed this recently. Because the last time I chose him, we talked about Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. He takes his shirt off. <laughs> All right. Yeah, cool. he takes his shirt off on Grey's Anatomy a few times too. Never sorry. Yeah. He's very. I love you. All right, let me show you this fucker that I fucking chose. <laughs> I mean, you picked one, I picked the other. I think at this point, um, it's not letting me choose anybody. Cool. All right, I am. Um, so you gotta age him down a little bit, but I would. You would age. You would age. Um, uh, uh, Jesse Williams down too because they're around the same age at this point. Uh, I picked Michael Ely. I mean, blue He's eyes, so gorgeous. Like, a chiseled jaw that you could fucking grate cheese on. Something I mean, that she talks about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I want to do all of the things to him. So he's attractive. He is. He's an attractive man. So. Um, apparently, I just looked at this. Jesse Williams and Meghan Markle were both born in 81. 
because then I was like, wait, how old are they? I couldn't remember. Oh no, then he's so he's a year younger than me. Uh, but but Michael Ely is like fifty one, I think. So what? Yeah, you have to you have to age him down, but still, like I mean, but throw does all he of the look it? No. Sweet Jesus, he's gorgeous. Nope. And not saying that a fifty-one year old man cannot be gorgeous, but like, fuck. Good God! Yeah, I mean, like he also um, was in that show that Almost Human with Carl Urban. Yes. So mm-hmm. it was like my ovaries just fucking exploded. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Uh, I love that tonight. It wasn't. Um, it it wasn't a Garage Band that fucked me over. It was my internet, so. Thank you for that. All right, so let's move on to recommendations. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, would you like to go first or would you like me to? Um, I haven't opened it. I'm afraid I'm going to open it. It's going to fucking break everything. So why don't you go first? Okay. Uh, I So one of my friends um, that I have met through author things, uh, her handle is Gnome Patronus, as in like garden gnome Patronus. Uh, She was like, I want to host uh, Vera Vera Valentine's Day readathon for Valentine's Day. So on Valentine's Day this week, um, a bunch of us read Vera Valentine books. And uh, if you don't know who Vera Valentine is, she writes a lot of like sentient object Unhinged. Unhinged is the one that I had read before. I am not even a tiny bit sorry. No. I really enjoyed that book. Um, Someone please make a movie of Unhinged, please. Honestly, do it. So There's fan fiction. There's not fan fiction. There's fan art, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Of what um, the door looks like in his human form. I can mm-hmm. I want to see the art. Um, so, anywho... Um, I chose, and she writes a lot of novellas. Oh, so, like, unhinged. Oh, Jesus. Yes. No, I know what this is. Do you I remember? Know okay. Is. I was like, I swear I know you know is. what this is. So, yeah. I was like, well, I already read Unhinged. I would love to read Squeak, which is a balloon animal Omega Verse tale. Uh, the Squeak Verse, book one. Um, and yes, there is a second book called uh, Squeal, the Squeakquel. I mean, it's pretty sad when you're stealing from the Chipmunks movie, but that's it's fine. It's not sad. Everything is fine. Also, anyway, do you know that there are things called Lunars? We're going to talk about that later. Okay, so okay. Um, at any rate, the, I'm just going to read the description. It's not super long. I don't know how better to explain it than just reading this. A dedicated art student at her local community college, Poppy practically lives inside her sketchbook. Drawn to the distracted crowds of the local zoo, her planned day of anonymous figure sketching is interrupted by the charming Sebastian and his brooding, borderline rude friend, Keen. Little does she know, the two have a twisted secret that defies imagination, and the pressure on both of them is increasing by the day. As an intricate plan takes shape to secure their freedom, the twists and turns they face, and a pair of very intriguing knots might just unwittingly tie Poppy to both of them. (laughs) 
forever. Um, also, it is it's a menage situation. So uh, two dudes, one lady. I'm not sorry. In You're not sorry. You're K N O T. Not sorry. K N O T. Sorry. Um, it's it's not bad. I'm just saying it. Um, it's short. It's only 54 pages. Vera Valentine can write. That's what's just like. Absolutely. That's what's kind of great about this. She can fucking write. She can Absolutely. write, and she's good at it. I would. I'd like to get her away from inanimate objects and write. Honestly, though, but I don't get like she. I I think I said this after Unhinged. I am blown away by the imagination required to write something like that. Well, you and I started to write. Uh, uh, I should really get back to that because it appears as though I am going to be unemployed for the rest of my life. So we might as well start like trying to bring in some additional income. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Anywho, what have you been reading? <laughs> I have three guys. I have three. So the first one, um, when I was earlier, when I was saying Irish Johansson, I was like, oh, I have read a lot of her stuff, but. I, I always forget because it's like it was literally one of the first books I've read like I was in high school when I read this book <laughs> so um, uh, and going back to I go back to it every so often it's actually a Linda Howard book and uh, it's a romantic suspense and I love this book because it's got that like ugly duckling where like she gets a makeover oh, but it's a, it's a librarian she's and it's all a that it's Pygmalion yeah yep yeah, but she's but yeah, like it's the the local librarian and the sheriff of the town. He's new to town. He's from New York, and it's New-York. a southern town. And they gotta like solve a mystery, like solve a murder. And there's human trafficking. It's it, but it's called Open Season. Um, it's great. I it's great. That. There's gay characters. It's amazing. Anyhow, love it. Um, uh, I have started Mortgage of Convenience. I have loved by Danny McLean. I've loved her other books, so um, I'm liking it so far. Um, it comes out uh, the 27th, um, so there will be a review up on our website, and also you know you it'll I'll link to it in the Instagram. And um, but yeah, so I mean she's an Insta buy for me. Yeah, yeah, and I <laughs> journeying down the the rabbit hole with Ivy Sparks, which if you guys haven't like. If, you, if you're sleeping on Ivy Sparks, don't. Um, she's a really good writer who does, like, the alien shit. She does the alien, alien mate stuff. She's got the series where it's, like, all of these these aliens called Kavions. Um, and they're, like, devil-looking guys. Like, they got, like, horns and stuff. But they, you know, like, fucking man meat, you know? Um, but they're... Um, <laughs> but they're good. I like. I've read a couple of them so far, and they're like, it, it, they're very like. They, they all kind of go together. She's she's a good writer. Like so, I'm gonna say like totally like don't don't sleep on her. Like, you know, everyone about loves to Ruby download Dixon. the first in the series because you know how I feel yeah. about reading a series in order. Yeah, I mean they're all like so from the the general con, you know the general like storyline is all these caveons have like. Um, their home world has been destroyed, kind of like Elf. Um, and when Melma, <laughs> I'm just gonna stop there. <laughs> or, or the Doctor with with Gallifrey. Um, but so, um, 
but so they have found a, a planet to like uh, uh, like uh, all of the refugees have have come there so all the caveat refugees from different like clans have come and they live on this planet and it's being attacked um, and the one book that I read is kind of like the end of the like skirmish so um, with other uh, worlds it's very good I like it there's there's a lot of like it's not just like let's fuck this alien it's like there's actually some emotion and some things happen uh with all of her books like it's yes there's some hot 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 sex but there is some actual emotion to it she does put a plot in there there's a lot of action so yep are we gonna skip over the fact that you brought up alf <laughs> yes really <laughs> i mean Actually, I don't think Malbec was destroyed. I think he just accidentally ended up here. Uh, I was thinking of the doctor, but sure. <laughs> Can I tell you that I watched the Elf Christmas special, and it's so depressing that I cried. I was I was like wrapping presents, watching the Elf special, and it's like there's a child who's got cancer. It's awful, man. It is awful. <laughs> You know what I do while I wa- while I wrap Christmas presents? I watch Christmas, um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Well, I've already watched that five times. Yeah, uh huh. It doesn't matter. And Die Hard. Okay. Because I it, do like have. I have feel you seen like the Advent Calendar. No. With um, what's there's an Advent Calendar with what is what's his face's name? What's the villain? What's his name? Professor Snape. Yeah, what's his name? Um, Alan Rickman. His, yeah, what is his his character's name? Jesus Christ. Shit. Die. Oops. Die hard. Alan Rickman. The fuck is his name? Hans Gruber. Jesus. It's not Christmas unless Hans Gruber, until Hans Gruber falls off of Nakatomi Tower. So there's True. an advent calendar. It is Hans Gruber I have off seen of that. Nakatomi it is Tower. The, it yes. is the only advent calendar I would ever buy. I bought a cheese one. It was really good. Okay. I, I'm not going to lie. I would consider it like a wine or a bourbon one, too. If I had I, your job. Yeah, I got it from Aldi and it was great. Yes. Um, but I would tell you that, like, I want, I was actually going to buy it for Ween. I was like, I think she might like that. <laughs> but anyhow, yes. yes. So Hans Gruber, uh-huh. my brain was just like, no, I've been thinking of too many names tonight. So yeah, Elf. I get it. There you go. I feel it. Okay. All right, um, what are you listening to? Okay, so I really like to listen to things other, with the exception of Butcher and Blackbird. Because I wanted to hear Joe and read it to me in an Irish accent. Um, uh-huh. Which I was not disappointed by in any way, shape, or form. Um, at any rate, I I like to listen to audiobooks of, like, books that I wouldn't want to sit down and read. Right, and read. Otherwise. Yeah. Um, like, biographies and I do. Whatnot. Most of mine are nonfiction. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Nonfiction. So the one that I'm reading right now is, I think was recommended by Cherry Pop, actually, like a billion years ago. Um, It's called Hunt, Gather, Parent. Um, And it is, sorry, I have opened all of your suggestions and therefore I am just having to wade through smut in order to get to (laughs) the parenting book. 
which feels on brand. Um, yep. Hunt, gather, parent what ancient cultures can teach us about the lost art of raising happy, helpful little humans. It's um, by uh, Michaeline Duclef. Um, she reads it. The author actually reads the book. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. So, um, and she's she has worked with NPR for like a long time. So um, she was already an investigative reporter. Um, and then basically got an interest in like how other cultures she was struggling to parent her toddler which is something oh, okay. that, that I know about a little bit um, <laughs> she might have like a strong willed child so um, she was having a hard time and within her work through NPR was getting to meet with other with like parents and other cultures and was like there is a story here like there's definitely research to be done here of like how different cultures are parenting their children um and it's fucking fascinating i'm not very far into it i think i've only listened to about an hour of it thus far and it's like an 11 hour book um but if you are a parent um it it's interesting i will i will say it's very interesting that's cool. Yeah. What about you, darling? Well, since we were talking about true crime today, or like we're talking about suspense romance, <laughs> I was like, well, I'm going to suggest some true crime. I saw this come over my Instagram because I do like, I, I like this podcast. I have, I don't, I listen sporadically. I listen every so often, but there was an episode on this place that I've never heard of, but I looked, I'm like, oh, okay. Cause it's nowhere close to a beach. Um, is, is wife, wife swap snap. Uh, Beach City, Ohio, uh, of the uh, Small Town Murder uh, podcast. Is there a Beach City, Ohio? Yep. Mm-hmm. Where? We have no beach. I mean, I guess, like, is it North? Okay, um, just, you keep talking, and I will just listen okay, before I ask 40,000 questions. So okay. It, it was literally an episode of Wipe Swap, where um, a family from Beach City called the Stockdale family uh, were swapped with a family in wherever. I don't know where they were, you know, who they swapped with, but, um, and the family in Stockdale, uh, was like this, like bluegrass playing family. Like it was, it was all boys. It was all boys or five boys and the father, they play bluegrass music. And, um, it's a little different than most, um, small town murders, uh, episodes because like, it's very heavy on, the makeup of the house and what's going on and like because snap is definitely a part of what happened i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you what happened uh i would say don't look it up before you watch the episode or or sorry you listen to the episode because or if you want to watch the wife swap episode what it's available online too um but i would say listen to the episode then do the research on what happened like because well, actually, he'll tell you. Jimmy will tell you what happened, but I don't look it up first because I think it'll kind of ruin the 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 suspense. But um, it's a it's definitely a snap. Like somebody fucking snaps um, because you got a very religious family who have very um, uh, prohibitive um, beliefs, and hmm. somebody's finally like fucking done. Um, but it's so if you're looking for if like along the lines of uh, you know suspense, here you go. I thought that would fit along the lines of what we're talking about. Fascinating. 
It's out in Amish country. I mean, yeah. I mean, I love small town murder. I think um, the Jimmy. There's Jimmy and Jimmy. There, there's James and Jimmy. James is great. Jimmy's a lot. Jimmy's a little bit too much. So much. I'm like sometimes I'm like Jimmy, just shut the fuck up. Um, it's like uh, directly Beach City is remarkably not surrounded by any beaches. It is directly nope. south of Akron, basically. Pretty much. Um, they go to a hospital and they they're sent to Akron Hospital. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that tracks. So. Yep. It's right, like so south of Maslin and Navarre. Wow. Yeah, it's it a weird really city, and it's like, um, yeah, and because so what I really love about Small Town Murder is that James, it's James Petragallo and Jimmy Wisman. Petragallo goes on and on about like, um, uh, like he'll t- tell you about the makeup of the town, the um, the the, the you know like the political makeup the. Uh, history of the town. He'll tell you a little bit of like events that are happening. Like he breaks down the town first and then talks about the murder, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So, wow, it's a very but small it's town. an affordable place to live if you want. I would imagine there. so. Who the fuck wants to live there? No offense to anyone who no lives one, in because Beach no. City, Ohio. No, because most of the people who live there are married. Everyone gets out. So, my dear. Yeah. What do we have coming up? Um, next, we have an ARC that we have been waiting for. Um, I'm so excited about this. Yeah. Super excited about this. This is basically like a, we try to do like a St. Patrick's Day type, um, yeah. like Irish book around St. Patrick's Day. This one, it's called Kilt Trip. Um, we have, it's an ARC. Um, do I even have it pulled up? I thought I did. And I don't fucking see it. I'm really on top of my shit. I just want everyone to know. Um, hang on. <laughs> God damn it. I linked to it somewhere. Oh, in our show description. Hang on. Kilt Trip. Um, it's by Alexandra Kylie. Um, it comes out on March 5th, which I believe is the day our episode is airing. Yes. Um, it is... trying to like where did i hang on sorry god i'm on over nice um it's like a road trip adventure if i remember correctly yeah um Addie mccray um always follows her wanderlust her wanderlust um logan is the male's name which i love i love the name logan um so i'm looking forward to it um he uh i think let me see here. Uh, his greatest joy is sharing the beauty of Scotland's hidden gems. So I've already nice. fucked up. It's Scotland, not Ireland. Um, even if it means a wee bit of red ink on the company's bottom line. The last thing Logan wants is some American, quote, ex- expert pushing tourist traps and perpetuating myths about the Loch Ness Monster. Monster. When, especially when Addie never leaves her desk to experience the country for herself. Um, yeah, so it looks like there's going to be a little enemies to lovers in there, which, you know, we're always about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he takes her on a little bit of a road trip. So I'm excited. So you can find a whole bunch of fucking places. Check so out our Bridget and Exclusive Thoughts on our YouTube. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're, uh, I didn't. No, I didn't know. I thought you were going to. Okay. So, um, nope. and, um, 
Yeah, I mean, like, there's a whole bunch of, like, you find, uh, follow us on Spotify, please follow mm-hmm. us on Spotify, because that helps with our algorithm. Um, check out and like our, and subscribe to our YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, what we else will I'm link to the Bridgerton. Um, no, you didn't cut yeah. me off at all. I'm cutting you off okay. by telling people that we will link directly to the Bridgerton <laughs> promo video in the show notes. Um also, because of technical difficulties, our bonus episode will not be releasing until late. So um, if you are listening to this, our bonus episode, episode 83, More Than a Feeling by Lauren Morrill, should also be out. Um, yeah. So, yeah. How do we end this thing? In the most obnoxious way possible. <gasps> Bye. Bye. Hot to trot. Oh my god. Why could it like the giggles just took over? Oh. I have to pee so fucking bad. Okay, let's go pee and then I need you to tell we can stop recording on everything, but I need you to tell me about the Magnum Connors. Mm-hmm.